I know it's a running joke that everyone has a podcast and that it can feel like podcasting is starting to get oversaturated. But in reality, it's a much newer strategy and has much less competition. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. Podcasting has really taken off in the past couple of years. And this might leave you thinking, should I start a podcast? How could a podcast work for my business? As you probably know by now, we love podcasting so much so that we built an entire course that is going to tell you exactly how you start a podcast of your own. But first things first, today we have to help you answer the question how could a podcast work for my business? Here's a very early spoiler alert for you. You don't have to have a massive download number to support your business or monetize your podcast. What might surprise you is that our business pursuing her purpose is going to have a six-figure first year with a very healthy profit margin on 1,500 downloads per episode. In comparison, my other podcast herself has over 14,000 downloads per episode. So Kat and I are here today and we are going to share two different ways you can monetize a podcast. Inside of Purposeful Podcast, there's another three ways to monetize. So in total, we have five different ways where podcasts can help be a part of your revenue stream. So since you know I love numbers, I wanted to start off with a few to paint the picture of this growing industry. These statistics are gathered from Buzzsprout's article entitled Podcast Statistics and Data. So in 2022, 62% of the population over the age of 12 reported that they've listened to a podcast and 78% of them are familiar with podcasts as a genre. Over a third of Americans, 104 million people, listen to podcasts regularly. And female listenership reached an all-time high in 2021 after the podcast industry experienced unprecedented growth during COVID. And it makes sense, right? People are busy, but with a podcast, you're able to be where they are. One of the main things I teach inside Purposeful Business, and then again, inside Purposeful Podcast, which will be available on June 21st, is understanding your ICA or ideal customer avatar. So we define ICA as an example of your perfect client or customer who you're going to serve with your podcast. So I personally find it hard to create content when I'm thinking about an entire room of people. But when I think about speaking directly to that one person, it makes it so much easier to think about their pain points, their struggles, their dreams. 
And the episodes really come together more easily and cover specific topics that that person needs. So our ICA for Pursuing Her Purpose is a working mother who knows that she's meant for more in her life. She is smart, educated, passionate, driven, and is open to the possibility of sharing her talents outside of a normal nine to five environment. Because she's clearly wearing a lot of hats, mother, partner, employee, entrepreneur, she doesn't have a lot of time to waste. So she needs content from people who not only align with her values, but respect her time and make the most amount of impact for her in the shortest amount of time. So enter Pursuing Her Purpose. We not only selected a content platform that she can utilize, whether commuting to work, doing dishes, maybe going on a solo walk at the end of the day, but we get right to the point. So there's no small chat in our episodes. We make sure to get right in there, hit the key points so that she walks away, not only inspired, but ready to put the lessons into action. It's funny because right before we pressed record on this episode, Kat and I were talking about it. We're like, oh, this is going to be straight to the point. There's not a lot of fluff. We're just going to specifically cover exactly how podcasts could be impactful for people listening. And so for us, it's more important to have the episode jam-packed with good information than it is to make you guys a long episode. So we don't think about, oh, we have to hit 25 minutes or 45 minutes. We really think about, are we covering what they need? And bonus points for us and for you guys, if it's succinct. There's nothing worse than reading a book where they keep reiterating the same points over and over again, because you can start reading it and know that the editor said, oh, you got to add 200 more words, or you got to add in X amount to hit what the editor wants. And you can tell that in people's writing. And we don't want that same experience with our podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to talk a little bit about why we love podcasts for our business. And then you guys can start to see how it could work for yours. As Kat just talked about, podcasts really work for busy women and they work for moms. We know that these are our ideal listeners. As many of you experience, you can listen to a podcast as easy as popping one AirPod in when you're on your afternoon walk. I'll pop one AirPod in when I'm putting my children to sleep, when I'm just laying next to them. It's this escape. You just need one AirPod and you can listen to a podcast. That's the magic of podcasting. When Abby and I started herself in 2019, we knew that podcasts were on the rise. We loved listening to them ourselves so much because they fit into our very full lives. Abby and I and Kat, we all love to learn and grow. It's something that's really valuable to us. And it makes us feel like us. So for moms to be able to do that so easily was so attractive to us. And we knew that we wanted to also get in on the game and make content. We knew how intimate the listening experience could be when you're in someone's ears every single week. We wanted to be a place where women could feel seen and they could feel heard. When we were thinking about herself and how it was going to be different from other podcasts, we really knew that we didn't want to cover up the challenging parts of motherhood. Rather, we wanted to talk about them. We were going to talk about the challenging parts of partnership, and the challenges and triumphs of other parts of being a woman. 
So our audience bonded with us immediately from those first couple episodes where we did what we said we were going to do. We were very vulnerable. We both feel very comfortable with being open and showing places that we stumble along with places where we also feel strong. So many of our listeners have been with us for years now. Like they really know us. They will say, oh, that's such an Amy thing to do, or that's so Abby. The community that we have built over there brings me to tears. I remember when I was making a birthday tribute for Abby, Kat was helping me with it. Both of us were in tears when we were reading the reviews because women were talking about how big of an impact herself has had on their lives. Now, in the next episode, we're going to touch more on the community and purpose side of podcasting. But today, we really want to focus on if it's going to work for your business. You guys know that we're comfortable talking about money and we need to do that because that is part of business. So I'm going to talk about how you can make money by podcasting. So for herself, one of our main revenue streams is from our ads. For that podcast and for most podcasts, downloads really do matter. Because our messaging and our purpose are so important to us, it also makes sense that we want to expand our audience and help more women and moms everywhere. So there's a few reasons that we want to grow our podcast and sponsorships is one of them. So what you guys need to know about sponsorships is they do work on a fee per thousand downloads. That fee is 25 to $50 per thousand downloads. So simple math, if you had 2000 downloads, which would be a really great number for a podcast, you would be looking at $50 to $100 per episode. Yes. And to add into, sometimes if you have a very small niche, like even if you have very quote unquote small numbers, there might be some incredible sponsorship opportunities early on for you. So for example, my first podcast, TTC Society, which stands for Trying to Conceive, it was a podcast to support women who are in the depths of a fertility journey. We had sponsorship opportunities early on because it was such a niche topic. And those companies wanted to support us and get in front of our audience, even though it was quote unquote small because it still mattered for them for exposure and to potentially get those clients. So as Amy mentioned in the beginning of the episode for pursuing her purpose, we focused mainly on creating our own offers for the business. So we're motivated to grow our download numbers so that we can serve more people And it helps us when it comes to our model and how we use a podcast. So people that listen to the podcast are potential leads for us that are going to lead potentially into our paid offers. So if they enjoy our content, they find it valuable, they feel aligned with us and our mission and the way that we teach, they could become one of our students. So another way to look at monetization can be utilizing your podcast as a way to connect with your customers and serve your business in that way. 
This is a great time to mention the sponsor of our podcast, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an affordable private therapy where you can talk to a licensed professional therapist online. Just like we mentioned in this episode that podcasts work for busy mothers because it's convenient for them, so is BetterHelp. By creating a platform that is effective and convenient, BetterHelp has made it easy for anyone who struggles with life challenges to get the help that they need anytime and anywhere. So I personally love to take my calls with my therapist on a walk while I'm outside. And it really feels like a double dose of therapy, just being in nature and getting the support that I need. BetterHelp is less costly than traditional therapy and financial aid is available. It's also available worldwide, just as long as you have an internet connection. So join over 1 million people, myself included, who have taken control of their mental health using BetterHelp. So if you head on over to betterhelp.com, that's B E T T E R H E L P dot com backslash her purpose, you can receive 10% off your first month. As a business, one of our core values is integrity. So it is very important for us to talk about download numbers to show you ways how podcasts can support your business financially. So the average podcast has about 140 downloads per episode. So just to give you context, because for us, we're like, we would never want to blow smoke. We want you guys to see like what it would take to actually bring dollars in the door. And so sponsorships, unless you have a very niche subject, like Kat was talking about, those actually can take a while to get and to land because you need a lot of downloads to land a good amount of money. Versus if from day one, you know that, you know what, I have my own offers. I want to make my own course, whatever it is. And that's how I'm going to make money. Like that could potentially be a much shorter path to be able to see how your podcast is going to make you money. Yeah. And Amy and I were talking about this too, but podcasting, it gives you a platform. So it immediately makes you an authority in your space, which can Mm -hmm. also open up other monetization opportunities, again, outside of the sponsorship realm. So Amy, you were just approached by someone to do a speaking engagement, right? Yeah. So I got this really cool opportunity to do a nicely paid speaking engagement. And she said, when they started researching me, they did a deep dive. They're looking at my Instagram account, also listening to my podcasts. And what Kat and I talked about is how much a podcast up levels your speaking abilities. So in the beginning, you're still learning. You listen to yourself every week. I say that inside of the podcast course, but you have to listen to yourself if you're going to have a podcast. The three of us are so open to giving each other feedback. And also we give ourselves feedback. I'll say, wow, I really said like a lot in that episode. I'm really going to focus on making sure that I don't do that in the next one. Whatever it is, you're constantly learning and growing. But then when the outside world sees you, you're much more polished. They loved my podcasts. They love the way I talk. They were ready to hire me just because they were able to see me present in that way. Okay. So a big question to ask yourself when you're thinking about if a podcast could be right for you is what platforms that you want to show up on. 
So we talked about this in our last episode and you guys can see our platforms are this podcast and Instagram. So we are going to serve those two consistently. I wanted to make a mention that I know it's a running joke that everyone has a podcast and that it can feel like podcasting is starting to get oversaturated. But in reality, it's a much newer strategy and has much less competition. So I wanted to give you guys some examples to put this into context. So right now, as it stands, there's about 1 million podcasts in the world, which sounds like a big number, but not if you put it into context and compare it against other platforms. So for every one podcast, there are 30 YouTube channels out there. And for every one podcast, there are 750 blogs out there. So it's actually pretty small in comparison because it's new. It can seem like it's bigger than it actually is, but there is definitely still space for more voices in the podcast industry. When we're talking behind the scenes, I always tell Kat and Abby, it's the next blog. Like It's the place that people are going to. And so now would be a really good time to go in that direction if it's on your heart. One thing that we like to think about when we're making business decisions is, is it something that you think that you could potentially enjoy? We love creating these episodes. We love meeting new people and having them on as our guests. We feel so fulfilled when we're able to shine a light on other business owners. We show up to these microphones each week, thankful that this is our platform and that this platform isn't as impacted by say, algorithm changes. Like You build this platform and it can stand on its own because if people subscribe to you, you are going to show up in their library every single week. So you can count on that. And as we said before, when you pick your platforms, you want to be really consistent. We talk about this in the course. The cadence you choose is going to look different for everyone. But what you want to make sure is that people can count on you and that you're really consistent. Just to add in there too, I was just thinking about this, but you're actually on multiple platforms when you have a podcast versus like Instagram, it's on the app Instagram versus YouTube. It's on YouTube with podcasts. You're on Apple, you're on Spotify, you're on Stitcher. Like there's so many different podcasting platforms that the host will push you out to that you actually have a lot of opportunities to be heard across Mm -hmm. many different realms. Yeah. And that's a great point. And when I knew I wanted to do a podcast, I think you guys have heard the story by now. Abby and I didn't know we were going to start herself together, but we both knew we wanted to start a podcast. And part of my why was I felt like on Instagram, I just wasn't able to build my points out entirely. It's a very fast moving app. People do not have a lot of patience. They're not going to click through 37 stories of me talking about my marriage. They're not going to do it. But on a podcast, when my husband joins me, when we're able to give both sides of our story, when we're able to talk about our journey and the ways that we've changed, what we struggle with, what we're good at, and we're able to make it an experience, people are much more likely to listen to that. So I really felt like 
I have all of this great information. I have these really great connections that I've built. Like I want to build this content out more because the goal is that I could make a greater impact. So when you're thinking about, is a podcast right for me? Another way to think about it is, have I ever felt like, man, I wish I could build this point out more. I wish I could give them more information. I wish that I could write a longer caption. Yeah, exactly. Same for TTC Society. I wanted to be that friend in their earbuds every week that they could feel held and supported through a very difficult and dark time. Again, I launched that in 2020 in the midst of a global pandemic that, you know, we're still quote unquote living in, but it was a really powerful way to support people, especially in a time where they felt extra isolated, not only because of the topic Mm. being kind of taboo and something that they maybe couldn't share with other people, but also just where the world was at the time. And I wanted to say, I watched Kat because Kat and I have been friends for years and I watched her launch it. And I remember how blown away her and her co-host Jasmine were with the amount of women that they didn't even know that they were walking a fertility journey of their own. It was like all of the support came out and showed up and said, Oh my gosh, I've been through that too. If any of you are going through it, it like almost opened the conversation in a way where people weren't opening it themselves. Exactly. And it's so powerful. Like as Amy said, those messages bring you to tears when you realize that you supported someone who is at the darkest moment of their life because they just had a miscarriage or because they've been silently suffering for 12 months going through secondary infertility and people are just telling them that they should be grateful because they already have one child or whatever you know the experiences that they're going through with that journey. It moves you to tears because mm-hmm. it's such a powerful platform for connection, support, and like it's just so intimate. Mm-hmm. So if you have a podcast on your heart, if you have a mess, maybe that is your message, like it was for me with TTC Society, I had something I was going through that I really wanted to share and it was very powerful for me. We would love to have you in our first group of Purposeful Podcasts, which is our brand new podcasting course that is going to walk you through exactly how to make and launch a podcast. So for the first 50 people that join, we're going to send you a physical workbook with your order. So our purposeful business students absolutely love the workbooks that they got with that course. It's become a best practice in our business because in a world where everything is strictly online, we love to send a little snail mail with resources that are going to expand on your learnings inside of the course. So we're going to let our purposeful business students have first dibs, and then we're going to open up to our waitlist second. So you can join the waitlist in our show notes, and we cannot wait for you to join on June 21st when Purposeful Business Podcast is officially in the world. 